Okay, we are live here on LinkedIn. As I was telling George, take two. We had a little technical difficulty. So if you're if you were watching, thank you for your patience and especially George, thank you for yours. Of course. This this morning, and I guess um, it's almost afternoon for you. Um, I'm so excited to have George Savakis here. I appreciate uh, you taking the time and as the global chairman and CEO of IdeaGen, you know, you are really putting a stake in the ground to dream big. And I want to have a conversation about you with you specifically about the UN's SDG goal number five, which is gender equality. So thanks for spending the time to address this very important issue. Well, Cheryl, it's an incredible honor and privilege, of course, to be on this show with you today. I'm a huge fan of your work and talk about changing the world. My gosh, it's incredible what you're doing. And I want to wish you and all your listeners a very happy and really epic New Year 2020. Thanks. Well, that is too kind. And I want to wish you the same um, for you and IdeaGen and, you know, your family you. as well. Thank and you. So, you know, with all of the incredible things that, you know, let's just set aside the amazing things that are in the works for, 20, for 2030. But when you look at the two presidential administrations that you've had an impact on, and as well as founding Excella and IdeaGen, can you just take a moment uh, to share what inspired you? Because success really does not happen in solitude. And I also wanna have an idea, were there any women in your life that really inspired you for all of these amazing things that you, and what I hear you're actually, your family and your siblings are doing as well. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, I've had, a, I think I've been lucky in some ways um, to have had some of the most incredible women and men really as mentors and sponsors in my life. And, and I can quickly touch upon a few because there are so many. Um, I think the first one would be uh, my mother followed in close succession by my grandmother. And reason being my mother raised, my mother raised three of us. Um, so she was a single parent and uh, my grandparents helped raise me while she worked for the federal government. And uh, my earliest recollection of anything was when my mother took me to see the president of the United States exit Air Force One in Rhode Island when I was three, <laughs> three years old. And, and I always asked her, I said, was that, did that happen? And she would say, well, I, you know, I don't remember. I'm not sure. I think I did. But there was never that you know, certainty that it really happened. So I did some research and it ended up being really my earliest memory of anything, watching a president come off the stairs. It was dusk and uh, I was hanging onto a chain link fence, watching through the fence, the president exit. It was President Nixon, 1972, and I'm dating myself, but um, over 50 and huge supporter of AARP. And, and we can talk about that later. But my grandmother, another incredible inspiration. She worked so hard to help raise me to really support the family with my grandfather. Always had a dream of owning her own business. Um, and I think one anecdote is, well, I love my grandfather. He was incredible. And he was such a hard worker and, and all of that. But he never really encouraged her to follow that dream of starting her own business. And when my wife said to me three years ago, I'd like to start my own business. I supported her wholeheartedly, and she has created such an incredibly successful business that's now on the cusp of franchising um, with hundreds of stores. So 
that inspiration and that that mentorship and sponsorship, in addition to a, a, a gentleman who uh, it was a gentleman, uh, former Congressman Lewis Stokes, who was chairman of my board for many years and, and another inspiration. He, too, was born in a single parent family. Maybe there's a great parallel there, but he used to talk about how his mother inspired him and his brother to work with their head so they didn't have to work with their hands. Mm -hmm. And so I feel I feel blessed. I feel like, my gosh, it's all about hard work. There really are no shortcuts. And like we tell our kids today, nothing just happens. Nothing. Nothing happens without a lot of hard work. So I continue to work really hard. And uh, I'm happy to talk about that as well later in this interview. Yeah, so well, one thing I just wanted to touch on that. So we're talking about gender equality and specifically gender equality right now in the workplace. I know gender equality is more of a global issue, but specifically that. And it's for, you know, specifically, you know, for women, their male allies. And I want to commend you for being a male ally. But also, who, who else are the benefactors when women are empowered? You know, it well, is great yeah. for us to be empowered and for women to be empowered. Um, but for example, for your wife and her business, who else benefits? And for all the amazing work that um, for the women in your life. And so who else is the, you know, going to benefit? Oh, well, you know, that's I, I can tell you from firsthand that who benefits the community benefits, society benefits, families benefit, friends benefit. You know, it, it goes on and on and on exponentially. Uh, let's look at Adriana, my wife's business. I mean, she's got a whole team of employees that benefit. She has created an incredible work culture. She's brought a taste of Italy to Washington, D.C. So the community benefits with the products and services that she's brought to, to the community in Old Town, Alexandria, Virginia. And so... I think when you empower a woman or a woman starts a business like our partnership with Women in Cloud, profound to create $1 billion of economic impact across the planet, together with our partners at Microsoft who are presenting us globally. I mean, you can see the impact when a women-owned business scales, there's nothing better and there's nothing that can have more impact. Jamie Dimon with JP Morgan, he stood up years ago for he for she. I think men have to play a role in this, uh, leveling the playing field. And I feel really passionate about the issue. And do you mind if I stop you right there? Yeah. When you say men need to play a role, um, mm -hmm. what do you mean? Can you be a little more specific? Yeah, men need, need men. Men can and should um, play a role in helping to acknowledge the importance of empowering women and girls through education through scaling their businesses, through providing opportunities together. You know, this isn't, we're not in this alone. We're all in this together. I mentioned my grandmother's dream, right? What if someone told her, you know what, Bessie, you can do it. You can do it. And imagine then, imagine then how many touch points and how many lives she, she would have had an impact on. Instead, instead she never realized that dream and she was preparing to retire and was cut short in this whole journey of life by colon cancer at 62, which I watched her suffer through. I mean, it's just, it's sad. And each and every day is a gift. And I think we should take advantage when we can of each and every moment to take uh, an opportunity to change the world. 
Yeah. And I couldn't agree more. And what I'm hearing from you, it's not really men against women. What it is, is as helping each other and that there's benefactors all the way around. And also for the people coming up behind. And as we're talking about that, I noticed, you know, you have three amazing kids that you shared earlier. And so this is a little bit personal. You what by the time 2030 rolls around, you know, you're going to have one child in the workplace, one uh, coming in shortly. So what is the workplace that you want to leave for them? How do you want to inspire your son to support that? And also, what are the things that we, being in the workforce now, can start doing now so to make sure that that happens? Well, so, you know, we um, feel really strongly about telling our kids at every opportunity and showing them and mirroring, you know, opportunities, you know, expose them to as many opportunities as possible. We may have a, a desire for them to become X, but I think it's really important to let them know that they can do anything. But along with that, as I mentioned earlier, it comes with a lot of hard work. And we're so proud of our daughter, Alexa, who's now 16. She goes to an all-girls school. That was her choice. And I think it's an opportunity to be around other young ladies who are in that formative stage to help see and visualize a future where women can do anything, literally. And teaching our son, George, to understand that as he goes through this pathway of life, that he needs to be cognizant of supporting, again, because we're all in this together, all of his colleagues, men, women, etc., so that we can um, have a better planet. Time and time again, study after study will show that when women are empowered, especially in on, on the economic empowerment component, and of course, vis-a-vis -vis education, that society benefits and the benefits are exponential. I mean, that's a certain fact. So I'm proud to be able to tell our kids, along with my wife, who's another incredible role model for these kids, to watch their mother working and starting a business and creating a successful business. By the way, nothing's easy. Absolutely nothing is easy. I'm not gonna tell you that anything is easy, but I can tell you that there's great rewards when you're able to follow your dream. Yeah, and it seems like it's gonna take, um, it's just gonna take support from all ends. And it seems like a lot of people can benefit when women are supported in the workplace. And so um, I do want to bring up the you know the goals for ideagen the the un sustainable development goals and i wish we had time to talk about all of them but i do want to say i commend ideagen's commitment to all 17. when it yes. comes to goal number five which is gender uh gender equality can can you describe the process a little bit you know i'm aware of um you know all these goals and the things that are going to transpire by 2030 but can you give us a little window into that behind the scenes and how you plan on making that happen? Well, you know, it's the baseline is awareness. Um, what strikes me is the lack of awareness really throughout society on the goals themselves. We all talk about, you know, there should be equality, there should be a level playing field and all this. The goals are great. The goals are profound because the goals were agreed to unanimously by all of the member states of the United Nations, one of the only times in the history of the UN where you had unanimity on something. 
something so profound like these 17 goals, I encourage everyone to go to our website at idea-gen.com, idea-gen.com. We have a link to the web to the to sustainable development goals and to see what these goals stand for. We all want clean water. We all want access to energy. We all want to eradicate poverty and extreme poverty, of course. We all want equality. So, I mean, there's no disagreement, obviously, as is demonstrated by the fact that all the member states agreed to these goals. So for us at IdeaGen, every summit, every podcast, our magazine, everything we do, our e-membership is focused on awareness and helping to connect the dots to achieve the goals by 2030. By the way, we're in our countdown now. It's 2020, there's 10 years. And I think we can achieve the goals if A, you have awareness and B, you have a commitment by folks from across the world and across this planet to change the world. Right, and that's gonna take all of us, like me and you and everyone listening, everyone doing that's their right. part. And can you say your um, website again and maybe spell it out for anyone that's in Yes, of course, of course. Thank you, Cheryl, it's uh, idea dash gen.com okay and what are the ways that people can specifically um become aware and what can they do once they get there so what they can do is they can join our e-membership so you can join um ideagen to access content to hear inspiring speakers like yourself to hear from people that are changing the world and these are global leaders that come in to ideagen to speak from their vantage point about what they're doing Folks like Gretchen O'Hara from Microsoft, uh, Sharon Price John from Build-A-Bear, and so many others that have made a commitment to helping to achieve the global goals by 2030 from their unique vantage point. So at IdeaGen, we convene the world's leading companies, nonprofits, and public sector to connect the dots, to have folks sitting next to each other in a room that typically would not be sitting next to each other so that they can then help to create partnerships, awareness, and ultimately change the world. Okay, so this might be great for any of us that are wondering, oh, there's all these things that are important, what can I do, I'm just one person. But there is something that we can do and collectively that it really matters. So I really encourage, um, you know, I'm a member um, and it's just a um, amazing curation, if I can call it that, of information that you really can't find anywhere as ways to get involved. And so- if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you a question um, that might make you a little uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> that some, not uncomfortable in a bad way, but some people might be skeptical. They might say, oh, this sounds you know, great and would be amazing if this happened, but especially in terms of gender equality, because there has been a raised awareness for a while now, and at least from my vantage point in coaching some of the you know, most influential women in technology and speaking from some big stages, what I'm hearing from thousands of women is that it, it's still pretty tough out there for women in technology and women in male dominated industries. So what would you tell someone in terms of gender equality that might be a little skeptical about the progress and what's coming down the pipe? And what do you think is a mindset shift that needs to happen for everyone, men and women? Yeah, that's a, that's a really, it, 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 in fact, not only am I not uncomfortable, I enjoy that question because I think that where we start at, when we look at convening and bringing folks together at IdeaGen, we believe, and because we see it time and time and time again, that everything is connected. 
So if you take a heat map, just take a look at the United States, for example, and if you look at where there's poverty, well, where there's poverty, there's probably a lack of uh, nutritious food. So you have food deserts. Then you overlay that with lack of, you know, affordable or even access to great or good or even healthcare in general. Everything is interconnected. So how can we make a difference? If you're in a company, if you're in a nonprofit, if you're in a community, the example of Adriana, my wife, who, you know, she started a business. Not, not easy, not at all easy. But my gosh, I see each and every day the impact she's having on a small community in Washington, D.C. metro. It's incredible. Not only that, self-actualization. If you ask Adriana, what's the single greatest thing besides you know, your family and everything else? What, is, what have you done? She will tell you that this business that she created is the most incredible thing ever. Yeah, it has its challenges, but it's incredible to see when you're making an impact and following your dream. Maybe that's not everybody's dream to start a business. That's fine. But to be able to pursue something that you enjoy, that can change you know, others' lives, employ people, or help people you know, with access to, to care or anything, volunteer opportunities, there's a myriad of ways that anyone in the world can, can have an impact. And it starts with you. It really is amazing how much, look at Congressman Lewis Stokes that I mentioned. You know, here's a gentleman who grew up in a single parent family in very difficult conditions and rose to become a 30 year member of the United States Congress. Really? And then think about all of the impact that his mother had because she encouraged him to get an education. I'll let you answer that question. Do you think there was impact? I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible what one person can do. In that case, that was his mother. Oh, and let's talk about his brother, who became the first African-American mayor of a major U.S. city. I mean, that woman touched millions and millions of lives through telling her kids that they could do it, that they should get an education, but most importantly, that they can do it. And they did. Yeah. And how do you, I mean, how do you think the ripple effect would be if, you know, U.S. companies would take maybe uh, your lead, Mark Benioff's lead in really empowering, you know, not even going into a boardroom unless people were represented. I mean, unless that this support was given and there might be a level of conscious capitalism and um, impact that is maybe untapped right now. Right. Well, I think you saw with the redefinition in the sense of, of what a business's responsibility is led by incredible leaders like Alex Gorski at Johnson & Johnson, who's certainly demonstrated that the empowerment of women is critical to the success of companies like Johnson & Johnson and Satya Nadella and Microsoft and so many others, like you mentioned, Mark Benioff, and I'll throw in uh, Jamie Dimon as well, who we obviously know that has stepped into um, really leading on he for she and so many other initiatives to empower women. So I think companies are conscious that supporting and empowering women in their workforce is critical throughout the country and throughout the planet. Uh, we host a summit in Athens, Greece. Same thing's happening in Greece. Greece was in a very difficult spot not so long ago. And now, even on the issue of empowerment of women and girls, they're helping to step up and take the lead. So it's really a global paradigm shift. And understanding again, Cheryl, I think it's really important to note again that we're all in this together, that companies, the public sector, nonprofits all need each other. And you hear that more and more and more, don't you? I love it when we're either at the UN or with a company leader or whoever, and they say, you know what, we can't do it alone. 
That's true if you're an individual. That's true if you're the biggest company in the world. You cannot do it alone. That's profound. But that gives you the critical perspective that, you know what? We can do something. Even if it's in our own neighborhood, in our own small community, there's something you can do to truly help to change the world. Yeah, and I wanna really commend that and support you and um, what you're doing is creating a platform and a company that is doing just that. So it's been a really great honor to interview you, to spend some time with you. I wanna make sure that everyone has that information. Again, go ahead and throw it out there because a lot of times, I don't know about the listeners, but Sometimes me, I'm like, oh, it's just little me. What can I do? Um, but they can go to your website and there is something they can do. And um, you want to give that a shout out one more time? Absolutely. So there's really two areas you can go to, uh, idea-gen.com and also idea-gen summits. And you can see our upcoming summits and you can join for free to access content from all of our summits, podcasts, Catalyze Magazine, and, and newly idea-gen TV, which is upcoming. So we're really excited about 2020. Cheryl, thank you for all you're doing to change the world. You are that leader. And without folks like you, there will be no change. Oh, yeah, I appreciate that so much. And we're going to continue the conversation about um, her impact and the framework that can give women the clarity, the confidence and the influence to speak up and be heard. I look forward to continuing that conversation. I look forward to seeing you as a fellow presenter up at Microsoft in a couple weeks. And if you have not been on IdeaGen on their website, please go there, join me, join so many others that are really collectively, truly making progress to all 17 of the goals. And if you're specifically interested in goal number five, you can really have an impact. Just go check it out. If you have any questions for me, I'm glad to support you or make my content real for you any way I can. It should be up there in the corner at www.cherylkline.com. George, thank you so much. I'm going to let you get back to all of the amazing things you're doing. I appreciate your time and supporting you any way I can. Keep changing the world. Cheryl, you too. Keep changing the world. And uh, thank you. It's an incredible honor. IdeaGenSummits.com is the place to go to join IdeaGen. Thank you. Okay.